Hi, and welcome to the Tough Fish Show. I'm your host, Jen Milius, and I'm so glad that you're here and can't wait to introduce to you Annie Catherine. Annie Catherine has always dreamed of being an author and lives by the motto, Creating is Living. The Friendship Breakup is her debut book baby, Born Out of Love. When not writing or reading, she's organizing her personal library collection by color and discovering delectable chocolate. She earned a journalism degree and a master's in communications from Marquette University and lives in Chicagoland with her husband, daughter, and two fur babies. Let's dive into the pond and meet Annie. Welcome to the Tough Fish Show. I am so excited to bring to you Annie Catherine. Annie, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for our conversation. Me too. And I would love for you to start with, how did you get into writing? Oh, gosh. Wow. (laughs) This goes way back to when I was five years old. (laughs) <laughs> I always wanted to be an author and I I always wrote, you know, stories growing up and then in school in high school I even they offered a journalism in high school and I was editor in chief back then of my high school paper. <laughs> and then I went and I studied journalism in uh at Marquette University and it writing has always been in my blood, you know. I just it's from day 1. And uh, yeah, so after college, I went into marketing and I did marketing writing and then I did freelance marketing writing and then eventually I wrote a book. (laughs) Okay, so you have said a few things in there that I would love for you to talk about further. Yes. Because (laughs) journalism writing, as, um, as we talked before, I have a journalism background too and you're taught a certain way to write. And then, so what I'm hearing is you you're, it's a form of technical writing in my way of thinking, because there's a certain way that you're writing to get home the points and you're writing with a, it's succinct. It's yes. You're really precise in a lot of ways too. So we have journalism and then you talked about marketing writing, which has a little bit more, it's technical, but it's not the same kind of technical. And then you wrote fiction. So all, yes, I know it's writing, but they yes. require different things for different types. So would you talk about how you made those transitions? Yes. Well, it's funny that you bring up technical writing because my first job out of college was a technical writer. So it the journalism degree really transferred well to technical writing because you have to write, you know, like the inverted pyramid style mm-hmm. and you have to be succinct, like you said, and it's just point after point point after point. So so it was an easy transition into technical writing. And then I I love I love to be creative, but you can't really be creative in technical writing. You can be creative a little bit in journalism if you go into like feature stories. Right. Uh, but I and, and actually I did write for Marquette University's uh, student newspaper and I did get some feature writing articles. So I still, I had a little bit of that too. But marketing writing just, it just intrigued me because there was a creative side to it where you're you're being more salesy and you could create um, images around and, and just trying to get people to buy a product. So um, I, I, 
I honestly, I don't even know how I made that transition from technical writing to marketing, but there was a position open at my company. So I said, well, I, I just would love to transition into this. And they gave me a shot. So I I learned on the job, you know, pretty much this marketing, how to do marketing. And I had wonderful bosses where they were just, they were able, I was still really young and green and they just took me under their wings and, and just really helped me. Okay. This is how you write marketing copy. And I took webinars and back then probably in-person um, writing conferences and, so, so I have that back background and then I started my own marketing agency and I just, I just loved promoting other businesses and helping them succeed and finding creative ways to, to market them. And, but all, always in the back of my head, I wanted to write a book. So, so when it came time to be like, I'm going to sit down and do this, I really did read a ton of books on how to plot, you know, how to pacing, how to create, how to just be more creative, how to, because it's very different, but I still had the journalism background. So my first drafts have always been super fast. I want to get to the point. I want to get to the end. I want to have that ending. And then I go back and I add more details within the story, but I'm still a journalist at heart. So that's is still reflective in my writing. And, you know, some people say, oh, I have to cut like 50,000 words out of my manuscript because I wrote too long. And I'm the type of person is like, I have to find 20,000 words to fill this space. <laughs> so I know that's a long answer to your question. <laughs> I love that though. So let's talk a little bit more about that writing editing process. I love that yeah. in particular with, so you basically create like a skeleton in a sense, yeah. because you've written it, you know where you want it to go, or you've fleshed yeah. out about where it should go and what you expect it to be. So you kind of are working out the, let me just get the backbone of the book yes. done. Yes. So when you're going back through again, yes. when you go through, are you looking at, I'm going to take this particular thing and look for it, meaning I'm looking to make sure that I, um, what's the pacing look like all the way through? Or do I have enough um, description going on or am I telling a little bit too much here and need to show more or yes. conversely, am I showing so much that it's like, oh, this isn't it. So you're working through pacing, but you're working through it from show versus tell type of thing versus did I keep all my point of views straight type of, yes. did I stay in one head the whole time? Like how, yes. do, how do you kind of go through your editing process or you're, well, you're continuing to <laughs> massage it process? <laughs> well, luckily I, I write in first person. So I'm, to me, I feel like that is easier because I'm only in one person's head and I, and Yes, I admire authors who can have different characters come in and then you have to switch gears because I I would think that's very difficult to do. So so my the friendship breakup is from one point of view and uh but yeah, when I went back, I really it was to put in description. So what is the person feeling? What is what is my main character? Uh, what is she wearing? What is what? What are her expressions? What is she smelling? You know, bring in the you know 
all the, the, all the senses. Right. And so I, yeah, I went through each and made sure I was telling, not telling, showing enough because like you said, it was bare bones. And so that has been, that is what happens when I go back. I am looking at each scene and am I showing enough information? Are are my readers going to understand what's going on? Are they going to feel like they're there? So that's, and then the whole pacing thing, my agent, I, I worked with an editor and before I had got my agent and then I worked with my agent and I had to learn that there are some scenes that you don't need. If it doesn't move the story forward, you need to cut it. I don't care if you think it's hilarious and you love it. If it's not connecting to the story, then you have to get rid of it. So that is, there are several scenes that I had to just nix. Okay. So with that being said, yes. How did you feel? when you've written this and you think it's it's great in the sense that not that you're just going oh yes it's awesome but it's more of a you're reading it and you're laughing yeah. you're enjoying it you yeah. you can see how it all fits because it's what came yeah. through to you and your character's going yeah I like that too in a sense like you can feel like your little character sitting right beside you going yeah. I like that why are they telling us yeah. no and then all of a sudden you get feedback going, yeah, we need to cut that. That yeah. phrase by King, like cut your, you kill your darlings. Yes. Well, that scene was a darling or that yes. paragraph was a darling. Yes. So how did you work through that to, I know you yes. would take on the feedback, but then how yes. did you work through that yes. to smooth it over or to know that you, that was the right scene? Like, how did you process all of that? Yeah, I just had to kill my darlings. <laughs> I did have another character in, in the friendship breakup and I just, she's gone now. She wasn't adding anything to the story. She had a similar personality as somebody else in the in the book. And so I just said, okay, bye. Sorry, Tiffany, see you later. <laughs> but, but as far as, like, if I really did love a scene, I did find a way to keep it because, and I had, I really did find a way to make it connect and fit in with the story because um, there are some things that I just said, I just pushed back on, but I did make the revision and now, now it flows. So yeah, I, I, I just had to bite the bullet sometimes and cut some things and then rework some things. But I, I love what you just said though, because when it was something that was truly that important to you, because yes. this is your book. Yes. yes. That you're working with an editor or an agent, whomever else is a part of that team, helping you to bring that book to life, whether it's traditional indie, whatever path you choose, you're still working with other people who are trying to help you strengthen yes. it. And that doesn't mean that they go, you go, I need to, I, this is feedback that I think I need to, I, I, I get it. I need to take it on board in a way, but then you trusted yourself to say, this is still the right, this yeah. is still right in this story, but how do I yes. make it stronger so that when they read it again, you know, they say, oh, I love it. Or I totally see that now. Yes. So there's a, so you took the feedback on board and you trusted yourself. And I think that that's so important to do and especially with any with anything you're doing creatively yes. I mean yes it's, it's challenging to put yourself out there and then yes. and then how do you how to work through it so I'm glad that you 
I'm glad you said that, that you took yeah. on the feedback and then mm-hmm. said, okay, and I'm going to figure out how to make this work. Yes, <laughs> yes, I <love laughs> exactly. That. I love that. I love that. So when you, um, so it's one of the things I'm hearing is that you are following your curiosity, following things that are you know, just making you excited. And I know that in the friendship breakup, there's chocolate. I mean, hello, it's a food. Yes. It's a food thing for me because I totally, I'm a little foodie yes. and you said chocolate and oh, hello. So, yes. <laughs> but, how does, but how did the passion of food come into play with the book so that you kind of got to blend other things that were of interest to you into this novel? Yeah. So, so how did it come about that I added chocolate? (laughs) So I haven't even told my friend this. I have a really good friend who she uh, makes cake pops and she's just a, she's a wonderful baker. And, and I thought, okay, I want to add something for my main character. That is not me because I do not make chocolate. I eat it, but I don't make it. (laughs) And so I, I thought of my friend, Jamie, and I thought, okay, now chocolate's involved in some of that too. And I don't know, it just hit me one day. And I I said, I love chocolate. I think it would be fun if my main character loves chocolate, makes chocolate, takes it one step further. And I, I, and and I always think, doesn't everybody love chocolate? <laughs> so, and, and there's some charming uh, chocolate shops in my area, local, um, all chocolate kitchen. Actually, he's quite famous, the chef, chef Roby there. And it, and you just walk in there and it's so delightful. He makes actual chocolate sculptures and yeah, he, he's phenomenal. And then we have Graham's chocolate, which is owned by a family. And I thought, you know what, this is people, there are shops out there. There are people, family owned. There are people that make a living doing this, making ch- their chocolatiers. So I thought, okay, this is something that I would love to write about. <laughs> now, see, now what I'm hearing is the journalism background of the element of researching and questioning and figuring out like, how do I unpack this so that I can understand the process to be able to explain it and translate it, but yeah. not just translate it technically, yes. <laughs> translate it in, and bring it to life for your character. So what tips would you give to a re- a writer who yeah. is interested in creating a world or an occupation or something along those lines for their character. And they don't know enough about it, but they have an interest or a curiosity about it. What tips would you give them? Well, I didn't do this with my main character. I really went into the shops and I tried chocolates and I I went in and I actually wrote in, in one of the shops. But I think coming from the journalism background, interviewing someone who is in the profession that you want to write about is a really good start. And I I think coming from this background, people love to talk about themselves. (laughs) People love to share guidance. So interviewing someone it doesn't have to be scary. It's just have a conversation. You know, I'm writing this book and I know nothing about this topic. Can you help me? And actually, um, I did. Well, I, I 
can't really say because it's it's a spoiler in my book, but there is a part in my book that I knew nothing about. And I did interview someone and she was amazing. And I wish I could talk about it, but I <laughs> I for anybody who didn't hasn't read it yet, I it's really a, a twist. So but yes, I did so I did interview somebody and she sent me all these resources and it was incredible. So. I love that. And something else you just said too about like spending some time in the environment if you're able to. So just by saying one a day that you said, I just want to sit and write in the, in the chocolate shop. I'm surprised you were able to get anything done that smells that <laughs> the smell alone would be like, I can do this. I can focus on what I'm supposed to do and not the chocolate that's way whacked yes. in the room. Yes. But I mean, but just the sheer fact that you changed your setting to be able to be in that space, yes. that helps you to create the setting, the environment, what your character might experience in some ways. So just even that as, as a helpful way, like you were describing. Yes, yes, definitely. If you can get into the environment, I just interviewed somebody who, who did a series of interns, uh, internships, and she just went in the environment because because she wanted to experience the job. Now, I, I don't know if you have the time to do that and you want to write about it, then go ahead and volunteer at this place. <laughs> but, but that makes sense too. I mean, that that's another way to do that or shadow someone who mm -hmm. is, if that's something that will help you along your path. So I noticed that you labeled or to describe the book that it is women's fiction or mom-com. And I, okay, I must, I tell you, I love mom-com. I think that's precious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes me smile every time I see it. But would you talk yeah. a little bit about like how you discerned the genres? Because the name lends itself to potentially just rom-com. So I like how you have blended in a sense. Yes. You know, it's funny. I think it was my agent who I I positioned it as, as women's fiction, uh, humorous, heartfelt women's fiction. But then when I got my agent and she was writing up a description, she put momcom and I and I had never even heard of that. And I thought that's genius. And I thought maybe she made it up. or So I did a Google search and it is a thing. And um, uh, there are several books out now, um, women who, who write this type of book. It's, it's, you know, some of it could be heavy topics, but there's some lightheartedness and some funny situations within the book. And it's just, it's not meant, there's some women's fiction that is more drama or, or more serious. So I think having this mom-com within it further describes the book a little more. So you know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I think it's really cool. And I like how it evolved again, because there was another person on your team yes. who had another perspective like that. Yes. Do you have any tips to offer about how you were able to connect with your agent? Like when you wrote your query letter, for instance, were there some things that you did to help so that you felt really strong about the letter that you were going to submit in general. I did a ton of research and there it goes back to my journalism. On <laughs> uh, agents who I thought might resonate with the story and um, just 
fall in love with it. And I looked to see what other authors they were representing. And I, so when I got my agent, Lindsay, uh, So I just wrote her and I said, based on X, Y, Z and your interest in women's fiction, uh, I think you, you might, you know, be interested in the friendship breakup. Can you, would you be willing to take a look, you know, that type of thing. And so what I didn't know, because there's not a lot of personal information out there about Lindsay, but she has two, she had two, two children, young children. And when she read my manuscript, when she asked for the full manuscript, she said it it just hit home for her because she was in the middle of mothering and, you know, she had switched. She was an editor at Amazon and then she became a literary agent. So she's in the middle of switching her career. And it just, she just said it, she loved it. And, and so I think it was a little bit of luck too. I mean, it, it, the stars, the moon, the sun, everything has to align for you to get that agent at the right time that they are looking for it. So I don't know that. So that's kind of, I just was so grateful that it found a home and that she, she, because I really wanted someone who champion, who wanted to champion it. So yeah, that, that to me is really important that whomever you bring on board in your book to help you with getting your book out into the world, whether it is you go a traditional route or you go an indie or a self-published route that when you're hiring the right designer or the formatter or an editor or a copy editor or what have you, that you get people who you you really feel excited about and you feel excited to work with them and that you feel like they are excited for your piece too, that, that they want to see you succeed because Sometimes you just, you need, sometimes you need that when it feels like, oh, this is not going well, or, oh, maybe somebody read it and they didn't resonate for whatever reason. You know, somebody else did. And you know, somebody else believed in you enough to help to see that through. And it's like, okay, it didn't have to be their cup of tea, but it's got a space. And I believe in that. So what I hear you describing is how important and powerful that kind of relationship is and how it can be. It is you, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody, uh, any other author's experience with an agent, but for me, it was very important for my agent to be so supportive and to love the story, to love the voice. And it was just, I, and I just was so happy that I found that person because there, I did have 15 agents they requested my manuscript and each one of them came back oh it's it's not for me it's not for me you know so I did feel that but then but like you said okay it's not for them but there's somebody out there that it has to be for (laughs) it only takes one agent (laughs) and you're right and to me even even when you get that feedback from a reader that I love this book you touch that person and They are going to know someone else who loves to read something similar, because even if this reader and their BFF reads different genres, they might overlap on a few and they might say, oh, hey, you might really like this one. And when your friend refers something that they love and they think that you're going to love, there's some that's some street cred right there. So the impact. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
Well, and actually, um, that Lindsay did um, ask talk to her sister about it, and her sister was so excited too. So I think that that also helped in the whole thing. The agent was talking about it. So. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's the enthusiasm that you want yeah. to feel. Yeah. You know, not just that they tell you that they did that, but you can yeah. sense that. To your point, yes. some of the other agents might have said, "Hey, thank you, but this isn't for me." Great, thank you, yeah. and like you said it's okay. It'll yeah. find the right place. And I, yeah. I love that you said that because you're right. You can see yeah. nose and it's like, okay, yeah. when's well, the- <laughs> I, so I wanted to just say one thing about that. Yeah. Going through it at the time, it is devastating. It <laughs> is so painful, but looking back on it now, it's not, it's fine. And now I have, I can say, okay, it wasn't for them, but when going through it, it's, it each time it was like, oh my gosh, my heart is broken. But then it's if it, when it kept going, then I I, I think you just like, okay, <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> uh, agreed, agreed. So I'm curious though, when perhaps the first couple that you went through, yeah, and let's just without knowing if you got specific feedback or it's just the hey, this isn't for me, and they didn't yeah. expound more. But if they expounded. Did you feel like you needed to take on that insight or that that feedback and say, okay, do I need to rework this? Or did it feel like, thank you, I appreciate that, but I still feel like what I have here is 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 right. And if the right person and I find each other and they suggest something different, then that's a different conversation. Yes. So it's so interesting you asked that question. I, I did get feedback from, I don't know, three or four agents and I did weed through it and I did take a few things that I thought, okay, yes, this makes sense. I can massage this. So it's, so it's better. Well, when I got Lindsay, I sent her the feedback and I said, what do you think about this, this, and this? And she said, nope, we're not, nope, nope. So she, so she actually helped me. I, I wasn't afraid to share the information that I got um, while I was querying. And um, I didn't really tell her what I changed based on the, I only showed her what someone said and I wasn't sure to take. And she stood behind me. So that, that's a really good agent, I think. <laughs> yes, but it it's also... Again, it goes back to you have a vision and yeah. a, a clarity of what you want this story to be. Yeah. And then yeah. you're also trusting yourself to yes. honor that. You're trusting yeah. yourself as you're receiving it. And you trusted your decision in working with yeah. Lindsay. So there's yes. that too, that there's just, yes. I just think that's beautiful. And by the way, I love the name. <laughs> it's super cute. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> How did you come up with the friendship breakup name? I really love that name. It's cute. Oh, thank you. So, you know, I'm a big fan of um, like bad moms, mean girls, uh, <laughs> bridesmaids. And I wanted something that just was so simple. You know, I, I didn't want to try to, it didn't have to be complex. I just wanted to say what it was. <laughs> So I came up with it and 
uh, my agent loved the title. And then we went to the publisher. And I think they do, do this with everybody. Um, they asked me for some alternative titles. And so I went back and Lindsay and I, you know, went back and forth too. She gave some ideas. I asked some friends. I had like all of these, you know, people voting. I, I, uh, so some of my, my beta readers, anybody who had read the book already, I'm like, and every people were like, well, if you have to change it, then I guess I could, you could do this one. But all across the board, everybody was like, it is the friendship breakup. That is what it is. There's no need to change it. So, I, so it just, we just kept it I, and the publisher was fine. I just think they wanted me to explore other options and um, it is what it is. It is a friendship breakup. <laughs> so I, I love that. <laughs> I love that because again, it shows the, the willingness to take on the feedback and to say, okay, what do I do with this? And yeah. can I incorporate it? But then going back and saying, mm, I think we're good where we are. We're going to, yeah. this, this is, this is the outcome. I'd like it to, I, I trust it to be. Yes. Yes. Hey, this has been awesome. Thank you so <laughs> much for being on the show. Where can Thank people you. connect with you and where can they get your book? Okay. So I'm at anniecatherine.com. The last name is spelled C-A-T-H-R-Y-N. And I'm also big on Instagram. I love Instagram. It's at Ms. Annie Catherine. I'm on Twitter at Ms. Annie Catherine. I'm not on as much. And then Facebook is Annie Catherine. And then I'm going to hold up my book here. Yes. <laughs> Yay. So you can find this anywhere books are sold, really. Um, Barnes and Noble, bookshop.org. Amazon, support your local bookstore. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Annie, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much, John. I had a blast. Thanks for listening today. I'm so glad you were here and know there were some valuable nuggets shared to keep going, keep writing, and keep sharing your work. I'm a big believer that if you have a book that's in your heart to write, then there's someone else out there who needs to read it. Your story needs to be shared, so you have to write it and get it out into the world. Until next time, keep swimming upstream while going with the flow and get your book into the world. To learn more about Tough Fish and jump into the pond, visit jennifermilius.com forward slash tough fish.